This is Real Estate Rookie episode 154. My name is Ashley Kerr, and I'm here with my co-host, Tony Robinson. Welcome to the Real Estate Rookie podcast, which also has a Real Estate Rookie Facebook group, which if you're not a part of, it is the most active, the most engaged real estate investment Facebook group that there is. But if this is your first time joining us on the podcast, every week, twice a week, we bring you the stories, the inspiration, the motivation, the education that you need to get started as a real estate investor or continuing to scale if you've already started. So Ashley, another beautiful day. We're here, we're on the podcast, things are feeling good. What's going on on your side? Go ahead, tell me the temperature, what is it there? It's actually beautiful. <laughs> if I could, if I could say, if I could say like perfect weather, I think that's what today would be. It's like 76, just enough clouds so that it's not hot, but the sun's shining through. So this is winter in Southern California. Tomorrow it's supposed to be like five degrees out, I think. Yeah, 19 right now. Like when you look up the weather on your iPhone app, it just says stay inside. It says don't bother. <laughs> yeah, we actually do have a winter storm watch right now. It says, yeah, it was 4 p.m. supposed to start snowing. So, there you go. Yeah. Sounds like a good time. I feel, you know, I, I oh, sympathize. Around, not five degrees tomorrow, two degrees tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> Even better, right? Like I, I sympathize for you because I feel like every time you go somewhere, whenever you try and go back to Buffalo, you always get stuck in some other state because the weather is so bad trying to get back home. So you were stuck where in Atlanta last week, you know, you were stuck somewhere else the last time you went out. First it was Detroit coming back from Denver, and then it was in Atlanta coming back from Tennessee. So yeah, luckily when I just went to Seattle, I did not get delayed or canceled. I made it back on time. We just need to have you and the whole fam just pick up and move to California. I told you there's actually where I live, this whole town used to be filled with dairy farms. So you guys will fit right in when if you come to SoCal where I'm at. I feel like New York and California are pretty similar, <laughs> except for the weather. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, anything uh, new before we jump into uh today's reply today's question. yeah you know i mean there, there's always so much that's happened right now we got a flip that we're about to start we have a few new cabins that we got under contract and we actually just got two new short-term rentals under contract in a new market first time moving into this new market those houses should be done hopefully sometime this summer I'm not going to quite share what that market is just yet because I'm afraid that uh, I might end up creating more competition than than what we need. But excited that we're finding another place outside of Joshua Tree, outside of the Smoky Mountains to start kind of sinking our teeth into. And as we look to kind of meet our aggressive growth goals, we realized that we couldn't do it with just those two markets. We're probably by the end of this year going to be in a lot more cities than, than the two that we're in right now. Shreveport, Louisiana. <laughs> yeah, actually, you know, the best place to invest is Shreveport, Louisiana. And if there is ever a property that you see that's for sale in Shreveport, you should snatch it up immediately because that is the best return that you'll, you'll get for your money. Well, that's awesome. Congratulations. I didn't know that, that you had found a new market. I think that I know what it is, but I will confirm with you after the show that I can go ahead and jump in and become your there competitor. You <laughs> I'll give you a pass. I'll give you a pass. But everybody else, we gotta, I got to keep it under wraps at least for a while. So I've been working out-of-state flip. I got my first out-of-state investment property. I'm doing a joint venture agreement. So that's like something I'm the most excited about right now because it's moving the fastest, I'd say. I feel like I still have a million properties under contract. One found out there's a $13,000 lien against the property or a judgment against the property owner. 
Another one, there's a right of first refusal on the property and the person has taken the owners to litigation and so who knows how long till that is done. Another one, there was an issue with the survey, whether we could have a survey or not. The sellers tried to give us a survey from like 19... 98, I think it was. And that's like too long ago for me. Like I, there's, I will accept it a survey, but not that old. Just like different things keep coming up for each property. But I feel like it's just going to be like, okay, you're closing. I was going to say like, they're all going to hit at the same exact time. And you're, I know, I know. You're just going to like wither away from the stress of having like all these big deals closing all at the same time. That's always how it goes. Uh, One thing I am looking for though, if anybody wants to find me a deal, I will for sure pay a referral fee that is in Rushford Lake, New York or Lime Lake, New York. Those two lakes, I'm looking for a lake house. So if anyone gets a good lead on that, budget is around like three hundred to three hundred and fifty thousand, or less. Less <laughs> is always fine. <laughs> there you go. You got to anchor low with those kind of things, Ashley. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what she meant to say was one hundred and fifty thousand. That's the number she meant to say. <laughs> yeah. Are current interest rates making you depressed about cash flow? What if it didn't have to be that way? Rent to Retirement has 2.99% seller financing available on turnkey properties. You heard that right. That's a seller financed 2.99% interest rate where the average cash flow is over $900 per month. They also have options where you can put as low as 5% down on multiple investment properties with no PMI. Rent to Retirement is the nation's leading turnkey investment company that understands what it takes to be successful in today's dynamic real estate market. Their reputation speaks for itself with more five-star reviews than any other company on the Bigger Pockets website. Rent to Retirement offers fully turnkey properties that are newly built or renovated, leased and managed, allowing you to invest with confidence in the markets that offer the best returns. To learn more, visit renttoretirement.com. That's rent to retirement.com or text REI to 33777. Again, text REI to 33777. I used to think working from home was the dream until it wasn't. Between the distractions and the solitude, I was struggling. But then I discovered Industrious Office, and honestly, it's been a game changer. Every day at Industrious feels like stepping into a zone of productivity. The high-speed internet never fails me during crucial moments, and the workspace? It's not only stylish, but designed to boost your focus and creativity. Plus, the daily breakfast and endless coffees are super cool. Meeting other driven professionals right where I work has not just expanded my network, it's inspired me. It's amazing how being around other focused people can push you to achieve more, you know what I mean? If you're looking for a sign to change your workspace, this is it. Check out Industrious by visiting biggerpockets.com slash industrious. Then click join now and use the promo code pockets to get a free week of co-working when you take a tour. That's biggerpockets.com slash industrious and use promo code pockets after clicking join now. Experience for yourself how the right environment can change the way you work. Industrious. It's where your best work happens. Rookies, 2024 is the year to start protecting your rental properties with an LLC. But you don't have to do all the paperwork and filing yourself. Corporate Direct is your professional and affordable option for getting your LLC done right. They handle the state filings, draft your operating agreement, and act as your registered agent. They'll even help you comply with the Corporate Transparency Act 
a new federal disclosure law affecting every real estate investor. Corporate Direct is a family business founded by attorney, author, and rich dad advisor Garrett Sutton over 35 years ago. Now, his son Ted is a licensed attorney working with him. Together, they've helped thousands of real estate investors form and maintain their LLCs and protect their assets. If you're trying to build a real estate portfolio, do not skip the LLC. Head over to corporatedirect.com slash biggerpockets to schedule a free 15-minute consultation with an incorporating specialist. Mention Real Estate Ricky and get a $100 discount on your formation. That's corporatedirect.com slash biggerpockets. Okay, so Tony, uh, we are going back to your DMs. Or this was actually a question you had. Yeah, I posted a question on my story, had a bunch of responses come in. So this is one of those questions that popped in that I didn't get a chance to answer on my actual profile. So this question comes from mini underscore van with like four ends. And mini underscore van's question is, is partnering with family members a good idea? So I've worked with family in some capacity before, but I'm curious, Ash, what, what are your take? And you know, I'll kind of share my thoughts. So I have a property with my sister right now and a property with my brother, just one property each. The mistake I made with my sister is we didn't put enough stuff in writing and we didn't treat it like a business. It's actually her primary residence. She's house hacking it. And it was kind of left. We knew what was happening when we bought the property, but we never set expectations or putting in writing what happens when she moves out of the property. Or even if we sell it, what's the exact breakdown? And do I get my percentage back that I put for the down payment. And then we split the profit. Like we didn't break that down or even when she moves out, okay, do we split the rent payment then the rent income from that? So I think just like my recommendation would be to treat it like a partnership family member, no matter who it is, treat it like a partnership, put in writing as to create an operating agreement. Even if you're not doing an LLC and you're doing it in both of your names, your personal names, then I would still like put together a contract or even a joint venture agreement that states what's happening now, what's going to happen in the future, what are the exit strategies, what are the expectations of the property. And then for my brother, I actually gifted him a percentage of the property and I don't even know if he knows the address of the property. He just asked me for his cable every year. <laughs> so he's a pretty easy partner. So I can't no, you, you make a really good point, Ashley, about treating the partnership with family the same way that you would partnership with anybody else. I've worked with family in, in different capacities. Most recently, my mom actually acted as a private money lender for one of our flips. She had gotten some additional money from like retirement and, you know, she wasn't sure what to do with it. So I said, hey, mom, you know, like we're lending money from other people. Like I'd rather give you a return than, than someone else. And like you said, I, I set her up the same way that I set up all of our other private money lenders, right? There was a, I got a notarized deed of trust. I signed the promissory note, her name's on everything. So the same way that all of our other lenders are listed as like the lenders on that property. So is my mom. So it's very much the same way that we do with everyone else. And then my wife's cousin, Omid, he's our third partner for Alpha Geek Capital. So all of our short-term rentals, it's a big family affair. I think the thing that's important, and you, you touched on this a little bit, is that, you know, when you partner with your sister, there were parts of the partnership that neither of you even kind of like thought to think of on the, the beginning of that relationship. And I think that's normal because you don't know what you don't know until you kind of get into it. But I think the important thing to do is that once you guys identify, and I'm speaking from personal experience because the same thing happened with us, 
is that once you identify that there is a part of your agreement that's missing, like try and handle that as soon as you can and come to an agreement on what it should be. It's like for us in Alpha Geek Capital, we had a meeting like right before the end of last year where we said, hey, the business has changed a lot and how we structure things in the beginning doesn't really represent how we think it should be structured moving forward. And we restructured what our partnership agreement was to reflect what we felt made the most sense in today's environment. So I think when you enter into a partnership, there should be a level of understanding that things may change and adjust as that partnership starts to grow. And if at any point you feel like the current structure isn't conducive to the long-term health of that partnership, you have almost an obligation to speak that concern to your partner. Yeah. And I think one major thing to note too, especially if you're having a family member come on is just the money partner. Maybe they've never invested in real estate before. They don't know anything about real estate investing is to make sure that they know they could lose all their money. Make sure that they know that real estate investing is still a risk because I think it's very easy for people to watch your success and say, Hey, you know, I want a piece of that. And that can be a really hard thing to do is to lose your family members money. That's too. a really good point, Ashley. And I, I think, I can't remember who said this, but some real estate investor that I, I follow said that if he ever invests with family, that it has to be a deal that's so good that he would take his grandma's last dollar. And it's like, if I wouldn't take my grandma's last dollar to do this deal, then I'm not going to do it. And that's how he kind of filters the deals to make sure that it's a good thing. So, but yeah, there's obviously always risk and you want to be transparent with that. But with family, I think even more so it helps if the deal is just like a smoking good one. That way Christmas dinners don't get too awkward. So if you guys want to invest with Tony, look for the deals his mom's investing into. You'll know, <laughs> you know, those are the best deal. ones. <laughs> <laughs> She's the gatekeeper for all the good deals for sure. Okay. Well, uh, partnerships are definitely a tricky thing and there's no right or wrong way to structure. And Tony and I could talk forever on partnerships. Just do what works for you and your partner and make sure you're both adding value. Your strengths and weaknesses complement each other. And I don't want you guys to be in the position where you're just partnering with somebody to do them a favor. You want to make sure that they know exactly what they're getting into and that they want to be a part of Absolutely. it. Too. One last thing on that, Ashley, I'm, I'm glad you said that. We've mentioned this before, but whenever you present a deal to a family member or to anyone, really, if you believe in the deal, they're not doing you a favor. You're presenting them with an opportunity to get a good, solid return on their investment. And that's how you have to frame it in your own mind. Actually, not too long ago, my mom had wanted had told me, like, I have some money I want to invest it. And stuff. So I called her and said, how much money do you have? Like I can use some for a deal or whatever. And she's like, well, you know, we just put in our new kitchen blah blah, blah and stuff. She's like, this is how much we have. And I was like, okay, well you want to keep that. It's fine. You don't have to. She's like, well, if you need it, I'll give it to you. I'm like, no, I don't need it. I was just giving you the chance to like make some money. I was going to, you know, I, I had already told her I'd pay her this percentage, but she had this mindset that I was, she was doing me a favor. And it was actually that I wanted to provide her with an opportunity to make some money off of what she had. And if your family member thinks that they're doing you a favor and they're risking the money they have and they don't really want to part with it, definitely don't force 
their hand into it, especially if the deal does go wrong. Make sure they understand that this is money that could be lost and it's not their very last dollar <laughs> under their mattress. Cool. Well, so. thanks for sliding into my DMs. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, I love a- answering questions from Instagram because I feel like those ones are sometimes a little bit more fun. Actually, one of the other questions that came in, I got quite a few. One of them was, Tony, can you bench press more than Scott Trench? I thought that was a good one. Another one said, how do you stay so sexy? That one was actually from my that, <laughs> that one was from my wife, though. So I think it's OK. <laughs> I would say that question to her. <laughs> yeah, so I've, I've got some funny. Well, Tony, what's the answer? Can you uh, bet trust? Scott uh, you know Trump? what? Scott's actually pretty fit. So I don't, it, it might be a good competition between the two of us to see, see who could do more. Maybe we'll do that at a at BPCon 2022. Oh, were they asking who could bench press more, or could you actually bench press <laughs> Scott Trench? I, th- <laughs> I think they were asking who can bench press more, but yours is like way oh. more funny. <laughs> so maybe next time Scott and I are together, I'll see if I can actually bench press him physically. <laughs> There's a YouTube There's video. A YouTube video. <laughs> Well, thank you guys so much for joining us for this rookie reply. My name is Ashley at Wealth from Rentals, and he's Tony at Tony J. Robinson on Instagram. Check out the Real Estate Rookie Facebook page, and we will be back on Wednesday with another guest. Thank you guys so much for listening, and stay tuned for this tip from Bigger Pockets. Getting started in real estate can be daunting. There's so much to know, obstacles to overcome, lessons to learn, and risks to avoid. It can all be so overwhelming. If you're feeling motivated to invest, but too overwhelmed to take action, here's some advice. Take it one step at a time. And here's some good news for you. The Rookie Bootcamp is starting on May 20th, and Tyler and Ashley will be guiding you through each and every step until you're the proud, confident owner of your first investment property. Through eight action-packed weeks, they'll guide you step-by-step through those first questions, decisions, and obstacles that every beginner investor must overcome. So if you're serious about becoming an investor this year, head to biggerpockets.com step and join us in the Rookie Bootcamp. See you there. The content of this podcast is for informational purposes only. Past performance is not indicative of future results, and all host and participant opinions are their own. Investment in any asset, real estate included, involves risk. Use your best judgment and consult with qualified advisors before investing. Only risk capital you can afford to lose. Bigger Pockets LLC disclaims all liability for direct, indirect, consequential, or other damages arising from reliance upon information presented in this podcast.